May I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you ever have doubts about things, I wonder? One of the social media networks I've never really got the hang of is LinkedIn. Maybe because it appears to be focused more towards business networking, something which is slightly different when you are a priest in the Church of England. But part of that network is that you are able to give feedback, recommendations, comments about those you know and about their skills. I think this person is really good at administration and this is why you can say so that other people if they are then looking for an employee with particular skills can use those recommendations to shape who they might approach. Personally I struggle quite often with doubt, especially of doubts about my own ability to do things. Somewhere deep down I sometimes have a vague memory that I might have achieved something, once maybe, but that was a long time ago so I don't like to believe it too much. I've only received one comment, one recommendation on LinkedIn, probably because I don't use it very much, but it's from a colleague from my time in IT, a colleague who we'd done some quite incredible things with projects we've been involved in. He praised my abilities way more than I have ever felt is deserved. And it's praise which was repeated in a Facebook conversation just yesterday with him. When we were realising quite how much our careers have changed in the last 10-15 years. We were working in schools, doing IT projects, setting up systems, redefining how things can be done. Now I'm a priest, he's an upholsterer. How things change. I might have doubts, but I received reminders that I might actually be useful in some things after all, even in fields I may no longer work in. During this period of lockdown, it seems to be a common theme of looking inward and struggling with mental health because we can't really go out and do things we would normally do. So instead, our thoughts become introspective, thinking in inside ourselves, bringing doubt into so much. What is going on? Will we ever get out of here? Will anything ever become normal? In our Gospel reading today, we hear the disciples likewise locked away, terrified about what has happened. Has Jesus really risen as he told the women? And besides, what will people be saying? Will they be suggesting that the disciples had stolen Jesus' body to make this claim? They had known Jesus. They had sort of believed and come to terms with what he told them. But now there was doubt. It's all hopeless. Let's just hide away. Pretend it all might go away. We can't cope. We're petrified. What are the Jews going to do? Let's just hide away where nothing bad can happen. 
and then Jesus appears. They see him. They believe. But Thomas wasn't there. And so he questions himself whether all this is true when he hears from them. We call Thomas by the nickname Doubting Thomas. But what were the others? They were locked away, or they had locked themselves away even, hiding, petrified of the Jews, because they too had doubts about whether the resurrection was true. Jesus eventually appears again in the presence of Thomas, who, simply seeing him, knows this is true, knows Jesus is truly risen, and has no need to touch him in order to believe. The disciples knew Jesus. They had spent much time with him. They had learned from him. They had been prepared for this by him. But it all left them when they doubted until they were reminded by actually seeing Jesus again. And then when they saw him, when they realised they were reminded, that doubt left them. Having met the risen Jesus and received the Holy Spirit, they are transformed by the time of today's Acts of the Apostles reading, with Peter preaching confidently and eloquently, not bad for an uneducated fisherman. The doubts were gone, vanquished, when they had an encounter with the risen Lord. They remembered what they had been told. They remembered they'd believed it all along. And they realised it was all true. And the doubts went. At this time of lockdown, we can feel like we're locked away with the disciples in that room, terrified about what might happen and fearful of whether it will ever be safe to leave the room again. And then we start asking ourselves, how could, we, how could I cope with seeing all these people again? I won't know what to do. I won't know what to say to them. And having been away for so long, I'm not too good with crowds or conversations, we might think. Or is that just me? But at the same time, there is a tendency to wonder whether we can cope with the current situation. For me, this keeping up with worshipping and pastoral life of the parish, keeping it all alive while effectively stuck inside, isolated, thinking introspectively and convincing myself I'm not really too good at many things. Thankfully though, I have been reminded recently of some things I am capable of and the need for technology at this point is causing me to explore old skills, abilities and ways of thinking to get things working again. But I still have doubts. Can I still do it? It's been a long time. Will it all go horribly wrong? Will I look stupid? Will I sound stupid? Okay, you've heard my singing, so we know the answer to that is of course yes. Jesus entered the locked down room and met with the disciples and through their encounters with him, 
the disciples remembered what he had said. They remembered that they believed. And then they were transformed for ministry through the power of the Holy Spirit. And having fresh belief, both in their calling and belief in God's equipping them for this new ministry. As we continue in lockdown, may we meet the risen Lord Jesus where we are, as he comes into the situations and places in which we find ourselves. May we be reminded of his promises and calls on our lives. And may we be equipped for what God has in store for us when this time of hiding away is over. Do not doubt, but believe. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.